Welcome to the 15 Minute Client Podcast, the show for coaches and experts who want consistent, high-paying clients. It's for those coaches and experts who are tired of the complex automations, they're tired of the hair-raising tech, they're tired of the convoluted funnels, they just want simplicity. If that's you, the 15 Minute Client Podcast is for you. Hey, this is Luke Charlton here. Welcome back to the 15 Minute Client Podcast. Very excited to have you here on this beautiful Thursday morning. It's about 4 a.m. Just going for a walk. Ah, coffee shop's not open yet, so I thought I'd record you a podcast on fixing show up rate. I've done it a couple episodes on this. Um, not that long ago, actually. I think the first one was called Nine Ways. To, I can't remember the, can't see what the episode is at the moment, but um, it's called Nine Ways to Improve Show Up Rate. And then the next episode or the one after was like two more ways to fix show up rate. But I wanted to revisit it again because there might have been something in those episodes <laughs> or it's just good to revisit it because it's such a big problem um, with, uh, you know, with, with paid advertising. Uh, and I went over, for whatever reason, like I, 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 I give those episodes to my clients. I say, go through this list, implement this list. And then, uh, and then the show up rate still doesn't get, get improved. And then I look at what they're actually doing. I go into their calendar system and everything. And then they haven't implemented what I, <laughs> what I said in their list. So what I want to do in this episode is I want to go through kind of like the key critical areas to improve show up rate. And I want to do it based on the exact advice that I gave a client a couple of days ago. Um, so what happened was I, I got her calendar. I said, you know, give me a calendar login details. And so I can log in and I, so I can see exactly what you're doing. And immediately I found issues, I found like five different issues. I want to explain those to you right now. Um, before I do that, let me explain um, the difference between um, two, two different uh, markets. So we've got B2B and B2C, right? With B2B, generally you have better show up rates because business people, you know, they're looking to solve a problem and that problem doesn't really, it's, you know, if they need clients, for example, um, actually, I don't even know if it's the best way, to, best way to explain it, but for whatever reason, B2B is, I think because it's a less of an, an emotional sale, for whatever reason, people show up more to the, um, uh, to, to the calls. And where a B2C, you know, like I've got clients that's helped you know, parents with kids with ADHD or um, women with cancer or, you know, helping men or women lose weight. And those markets, the leads tend to, you know, the no-shows are generally a lot higher in the B2C markets. Those are a bit more of an emotional sale. Um, when people book, um, you know, they're obviously thinking about losing weight or they're, they're helping the kid or whatever. Um, but then that emotion goes down and they tend not to no-show. Like there's Actually, I think I don't know why. It's, I think talking out loud now. That they're less invested into into the um, getting the problem solved. So, for example, with business, right? If you're in business and you've been in business two, three, four, five years, whatever it is, this is your kind of livelihood. This is like what you do. You're more invested. Therefore, you're more likely to show up. So that's that's the reason why um, thinking out loud. You know, with with B two C, and one, it's more emotional. So the emotions go down. And there's less investment there. Like most of these B2C sales are, um, sure what's going on here. Most of these B2C sales, the, 
you know, business to consumer. The consumer is, has not spent any time or money getting this problem solved generally. Um, so that's again why there's there's less of, of, of um, you know less of a show up rate. Anyway, um, so the the show up rate generally is the big problem is in the B to C markets. So what you want so that there's one thing to understand. Generally, it's going to be. I mean, if it's if you're getting a show up rate above fifty percent, that's that's pretty good. Like it's from cold cold traffic. So for every Two people, sorry, one. Per, sorry, for every two people that book into your calendar, one shows up. Now, here's the cool thing with B2C: is that your lead costs are going to be way cheaper. So, for example, the the um, parenting one that I mentioned, um, helping the, my client who helps parents who have kids with ADHD, um, ODD, etc. Her shop rate is just under fifty percent. So, and that's why I dived into a calendar system to help her fix that, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, anything over 50 percent, I think, is pretty good because, as I said, your, the lead cost for B2C is generally a lot cheaper. So my clients are getting, uh, like, when I say lead, I mean appointments booked in. Like the cancel one is like ten dollars, ten to twelve dollars for an appointment. Uh, and then um, this one, uh, the the parenting one, is about thirty dollars, I think it is. So basically, you're spending if you just double that, you you know, um, you're spending about. $60 for someone to show up, right? Which is, which is pretty good. If you're selling, if you're selling like a, um, you know, like a program for like three, four, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000, you're going to get a pretty good return. So that's why you know, I'm not, um, no shows, you don't want them really low um, for B2C, obviously. You want them as high as possible. But I say 50% um, or high, like 50% is the benchmark. Um, anyway, so with that being said, how do you, how do you actually do that? Well, I'll explain what happened. Actually, you know what? Before I do that, let me talk about. Actually, no, we'll, we'll go. We'll go through step by step. So, I logged into her account. <clears throat> and by the way, this was Calendly, and so it might be slightly, what I describe first might be slightly different to your calendar. But, but I, I went to her calendar appointment that she created, which is a fifteen-minute kind of triage call. And the first thing with, and most calendar systems do this, so she had her Calendly integrated with Zoom. Now, for whatever reason, with that integration, sorry, this car's going off. For whatever reason, with that integration, so it will, when someone books in the calendar, uh, Zoom will send them the link automatically. Here's the problem though. Um, this is what has happened as, as, as of this recording. This is how it, it seems to work. Um, but you want to double check this. Zoom, like if you've got a person, everyone who uses Zoom, generally you, you use your personal meeting ID, right? It's like a unique I, um, Zoom link that you use so people can log into your own Zoom room. Well, um, Zoom, um, when you do the integration, Zoom won't send them that link, the personal meeting ID link. Uh, it will sometimes send them uh, like a, just a generic link. So your prospects, I thought there'd be a lot less cars here at four in the morning, but <laughs> you know, I'll pause it for going forward when they go past. Um, so what Zoom does is it just sends them a generic link, even though you're, you're, you know, when you log into the appointment time, you're on your personal meeting ID and people are maybe on a different Zoom link. So I'll just double check that. I just remove the Zoom integrations now. And I tell my clients just manually put in the um, 
your personal meeting ID link, like in the show up emails and in the initial calendar confirmation booking. That way you definitely know that they're getting the right link. <clears throat> so that was the first thing that I told her is just remove that Zoom integration. All right, so the next thing uh, that um, uh, I, and this is probably one of the biggest ones in terms of improving show up rate, for, especially for B2C. B2B is not, it's not, I mean, you don't wanna, it's, it's, <laughs> let me tell you what it is first. It is letting people book too far out, right? So you do not want to let people book more than, th if you're using doing paid ads, three days out max for B2B, B2C, two days out max. Um, but here's the thing, in again, in an ideal, I'm gonna tell you, in an ideal world, what you'd really wanna be able to do is get on the phone with them the moment they book. Why is that? Because remember, when they book, they're at, the, at, a, at a heightened emotional state. There's obviously, it's important enough for them to click on your ad, go through your funnel, spend the time to book in your calendar, maybe answer any questions. If you've got like a, you know, some sh short questions on the calendar booking form or maybe you need a little application. Obviously it's important enough for them to go through that. Um, so you, so you want to get to them at that heightened, at that, at that emotional state. The further away they get from that time that they booked, the less likely they are to show up. This is the number one key, most critical thing. You don't, you do not, do not, do not want to, um, you don't want to let them book, you know, as I said, B to B three days out, B to C two days out, okay? And ideally it should be like one day really. And that's kind of what you, I mean, yeah, two days, but again, in an ideal world, you, um, <laughs> it would be like, you know, an hour or something. You want to kind of get to them right there. But you have to have some availability for them to book into. But I'm going to tell you how to, how to get to them in a moment on, um, on when they book uh, the closest to that time. But yeah, so when you're setting the, um, how far can they book out? Two days for B to C, three days for B to B. Now, then I often get, um, you know, some pushback a little bit from clients when they say, well, look, I've only got availability on a Monday and a Wednesday and a Friday. It's like, well, or maybe a Monday and a Thursday or whatever it is. Or, but what, but what happens when I get to the weekend, Luke, when, you know, that they won't be able to see any available, you know, because if they're looking at the, if it's a Friday, and you, they can only book two days out and you've got no availability for Saturday and Sunday, then they're not going to see, they're not going to be able to book into your calendar. Does that make sense? And um, from, my, <laughs> from my, my perspective, it's like, well, I'm telling you, um, you know, I can't change human psychology. I'm, gonna, I'm telling you, in an ideal world, this is how you want it set up. Okay, you want to have maximum two days out. So what that might mean is that when you get to Friday, you just turn your ads off for the weekend. When it comes, when, then when you get to Sunday, you turn them back on on the Sunday evening or whatever, if you don't have the availability. But in an ideal world, what you want to do, again, we're talking about decreasing show up rate, right? You want to, if this is really a problem, if you're under that 50% mark for B2C, um, uh, or B2B should be around 70% or higher. If you're under that, then, um, <clears throat> you know, for me, and again, this is coming back to the episode of the <laughs> that I recorded 271, I think it was, about Jack Canfield's number one success secret, which is taking responsibility. I go, okay, what can I, you know, what can I do to 
kind of fix this problem. Yes, I could blame, oh, well, I don't have the time, I've got client calls then. It's like, okay, well, your no-show is going to stay the same. For me, I'm like, okay, how can I rearrange my schedule so that I always have availability Monday to Friday, and maybe ideally Monday to Saturday, right? Maybe every, every morning I've got two to three hours booked off Monday to Saturday um, just to see if that can help improve, just, you know, so they've always got availability to book in. Because I want to see, does that fix the, does that fix the no-shows? And then if it does, maybe then I'll make some more sales. Maybe I'll do that for a month, get a couple of extra sales, and then I start to bring, you know, hire someone to do that. And they can take the spot of being available Monday to Saturday or whatever it is, right? So the point is you're not going to be doing this forever. This is just something that you do right now to see if that fixes the no-show rate. And if it does, well, that's great. Now you've boosted your no-shows, you're getting more clients, and you can just you hire someone. And that's, it. that's the end game, right, at the end of the day, is we want to put someone in our place to do our sales calls. You're not going to be doing them. You're not going to be doing them forever. You're not going to have to have availability all the time forever. Just maybe have to rearrange your schedule for a little bit to see if you can fix this no-show. So again, in the ideal world, if you want the lowest no-shows, you want availability from Monday, don't let people put more than two days out, availability from Monday to Saturday. <clears throat> um, it doesn't have to be all day, maybe you got a couple hours in the morning, a couple hours in the afternoon or whatever, and um, uh, and, and see if that helps with, with the no-shows. Again, you don't have to do that. Um, I'm just telling you what, what what if you know if I was going to create the perfect calendar situation to reduce no-shows, this is what it would look like, and you, you you want to get as close to that as possible, right? So with my client, she had it set to three days, I believe. So I, I went in and I reduced that to two days. Um, so we've fixed the Zoom link, we've reduced the shot, um, the ability to book out more than t um, two days. Now here's the next thing. Um, there's another option in most calendar systems where, and this is in the advanced settings in, um, it's like a little link in Calendly that's like advanced scheduling or something, um, where it says don't let people book in within the next, and you can choose, right, within the next one hour or three hours. So what you want, again, in an ideal world, you want that set to zero. Okay, so what that means is, let's say it's 8, eight let's say you've got, Availability from nine till twelve on a you know on a Monday, and there's nothing, there's no bookings at that stage, right? You, availability from nine to twelve on a Monday, and the person has seen your ad, and let's pretend it's eight a.m. on that Monday, right? Well, there, if you have that set to zero, that they'll see your availability for that Monday morning, right? So they'll it's eight a.m. and they go, oh, there's a spot here at nine a.m. in the next hour, I'm going to book in, right? And again. Why do you want that? Because you want to get them on the phone as close to when they booked in as possible, right? for the reasons that I mentioned before. This is another big thing that will sorry, yeah, reduce no-shows and or increase your show-up rate is reducing that time. Um, each calendar system calls it something different. I like the way that Calendly describes it, like don't let people book in within the next three hours or something. It's kind of like a buffer. It's so that, you know, when, you know, mine, um, uh, just my normal one, 
for clients and stuff is set to like 12 hours. That way I know when I wake up in the morning, none of my clients are going to book in for that day and my schedule is kind of, my calendar is already blocked off because my, my buffer is 12 hours. But if I was doing sales calls, I'd reduce that to zero and I would make sure that I'd be, it just means you have to be at your desk. You know, you could be working, but you just have to be prepared that someone may book in while you, you know, while you're sitting at your desk. It's like, oh, someone's just booked in and they're, they're booked in for the next, in, you know, in 20 minutes away or whatever. You just have to be at your desk. You can't be walking around. So that's the only thing with that buffer. But again, this is something that you, um, you don't have to do. I'm giving you like, <laughs> in an ideal world, how do you set up your calendar to reduce no-shows? Well, you have availability every single day, Monday to Saturday. You don't want them book more than two days out. I would even say B2B, like if, you wanna, if you're struggling with show-up rates for B2B, reduce your window to two days out as well. So have availability Monday to Saturday. Don't let them book more than two days out. Make sure that they can book in that day, right? When they see your calendar, do they have times for the next hour? So maybe you'll block, maybe you might have a one hour buffer. Um, uh, so it might maybe not set to zero, but could be set to one hour. So don't let people book in within the next one hour. But after that, they can, right? So meaning when they go to book, they can see slots for that that day. You want to get them on the phone that day. That's when they're thinking about it. Not three days later, that's when you start, that's when the no-shows, you know, will really, um, really increase. So... Um, so that's the other thing is that buffer, reduce that to zero. So we've got that to zero. We've got the don't, not letting the book too far out. And I'm your mind blank. <laughs> mind blank right now. We fixed the Zoom thing, right? So, um, uh, so the next thing that I went in, and this is a big thing that I see a lot with clients and just coaches in general. She ha was just using the generic... Um, templates for, uh, that, that came with Calendly. So Calendly has this thing called, um, they're just kind of like reminders, and then it has this thing called workflows. It's like another way to do reminders that's more customizable. Um, anyway, she was just using the generic templates, which is like, kind of like you get from when you go to see like a doctor or a physiotherapist. It's like, hey John, you have this appointment at this time. Um, like, hey John, or hey Jenny, reminder you have this appointment at this time. And that's like the whole email. It's like one sentence. You know, when we are trying to increase shop rates, with, or with, with, especially with advertising, we want to do everything we can to get them on that phone, right? Well, if you just kind of half-ass it and, and, and send generic stuff, again, that's, that's not doing everything that we can. So what I told my client is like, hey, you want to send them, and this is the cool thing with Calendly actually, this is one of the really cool features with Calendly. You can connect Calendly with your um, Gmail account. So that way these, these emails that come from Calendly in the, the workflow section, these like email reminders, um, it, it comes from your personal Gmail account. So, um, so it actually looks like it's not some, it's not some like generic autoresponder. It's literally because you connect it to your Gmail account, it will send the email from your Gmail account. It's, it's really cool actually. So it looks totally personalized. Um, and so anyway, uh, you, with Calendly, you can set, set up those ERM reminders. And what we want to do is we want to, as I said, um, 
do things like that, right? Connect it with your Gmail account, make it come from your Gmail account. Number two, create a message in those reminder emails that reminds them why they reminds them why they're booked in the first place. Because you have to understand, I've um, <laughs> been hearing this for years. Like people, people for, like are so forgetful. They they, they won't even like in the phone. They'll go, wait, what? You'll say something like, you'll ask a question like, what was it that appealed to you? And like, what was the reason why you booked? You know, with my, after seeing my specific ad, You're, so many times you'll hear them say, "Wait, what, what was your ad again? Which one was your ad?" I can't really remember. I, did, I remember it was um, appealing, and you know, they, they won't remember. Um, people just don't remember, and so what, you can take that on board and go, "Okay, a really simple thing I can do with my email copy in the reminders and even the text, right, is to remind them." Um, hey, here's what we're going to be doing together. You literally use the same, whatever you said in the video to get them on booked in or whatever the message was to get them booked in, I literally say the exact same thing. Hey, on this call, my XYZ game plan call or my my ad audit, we're going to do this and this. And, you know, the main goal is this and here's some more benefits that you're going to experience. And they're the exact same copy that I used in, in this. So you're just repeating the message and reminding them like, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's why I booked in. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to be getting out of this. So again, being very clear about what the main outcome of the call is, even if it's just clarity of like, hey, first step is like, we just, I just want to find out if we can actually help, you know, help you in your, with your diagnosis. We're going to find out about your diagnosis, just see if we can help. That's step one. And step two is, if we feel like we can help, we're going to map out a step-by-step, you know, whatever it is, game plan on how to treat this or on how to reduce tantrums in your um in your child so that you can get XYZ benefit. So remind them of, you know, that what was the problem and the, the reason why they're jumping on and then what was the outcome, why they kind of, that you're gonna be helping them with in that. What's the outcome of the plan that you're gonna be mapping out for them? So there's that in the, in the show up emails. Um, actually in the show up emails, you wanna do three things. Number one, you remind them, hey, we've got an appointment. That's the first thing I do. Hey, Hey John, just um, a quick message to let you know your appointment for your XYZ game plan is tomorrow at LMNOP time. This is the first thing. So in the next section is, hey, and on this call we're going to achieve, you know, uh, XYZ so you can get LMNOP benefits. That's the second section, as I just said, is you remind them kind of like why, and that's literally just maybe three sentences. And the final part of that email is to connect our time tomorrow, you just click this link and that then you put in the Zoom link. So those are the three things. And so I have a reminder that goes out 24 hours before and one that goes out say three hours before. And then I've got a text, really short text. Um, the text ones are, you know, keep them quite simple. Um, hey John, um, just a quick reminder, we've got our XYZ game plan call tomorrow at LMNOP time. Zoom link is in the email. See you then. Something like that. So I've got that 24 hours. Hey, John, I'll see you in an hour for our XYZ game plan call. Zoom link is in the email. Or here's the Zoom link to connect if you want to send it by text. That's fine too. All right, so that's the point is personalizing um, the emails is is really critical. Then the final part, which my client was doing, um, because we helped her with this, was... um, uh, Calendly so has a feature that when someone books, you can actually redirect them to a different page after they book. 
uh, acuity scheduling doesn't allow that. They don't believe in that. Um, but um, Calendly does. So we redirect people to a different thank you page. And that thank you page has a video. It depends on the funnel, depend on the video. Um, but generally that video is just a short training that just introduces, reintroduces them to the, 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 you know, the, the coach. Saying, hey, congratulations, we're really looking forward for your XYZ game plan call. Um, now before the call, I've got this um, you know, free XYZ training to, so we can hit the ground running. And it's just as an excuse to kind of give them an overview of the system and tell them more about the coach and the credibility and the results that they've got. Anyway, so that's one thing that can help increase um, the show up rate as well as to have some type of video that they watch before the calls. Now, so that's the that's just like what you can do with your calendar system to increase show up rates. And then the, the final tip that I'm going to give is again, there are some markets where the leads go like even doing all of that, the the show up rates can be. Um, you know, still quite low. So for example, I've worked with mortgage brokers before. And so what their business model when they're using paid ads is when someone, because <laughs> those leads go cold really quick, when someone says, yeah, I want to refinance my mortgage or whatever it is, you have to actually, you have to literally call them. Like when they, you have to have someone on the phones, and that could be you as an example, the, the business owner, when someone comes from an ad, books in on the calendar, there's someone waiting there to call them right away, right? So again, this is what I mean by, and that's like kind of the only way that they can make paid advertising work because as I said, the leads go cold really, really quickly. Um, this ha can happen a lot with like weight loss as well. Weight loss, the leads go cold really quickly too. Um, and no shows can be quite high. Um, now, um, I'll give you one more tip at the end on how to increase that. But, um, so what you can do, again, this is in an ideal world, you don't have to do this, <laughs> you don't have to do any of this. Um, but again, my, my thinking is like, what, what's everything that I can do to increase these show operations, right? And in an ideal world, I'd be sitting at my desk, I'd have availability, say 9 a.m. till whatever it is, 12 p.m. So 9 a.m. till, or maybe 1 p.m. every day. I wouldn't let people book out two, more than two days. I wouldn't have any buffer, so that way they could book in within the hour or whatever. I could have, I could be sitting at my desk and I go, you know, a message that says, hey, you've got to call in 30 minutes. Like, oh, so that, I reduce that buffer. Then what I would also do, I'd be sitting at my desk and I would, I would call them um, as soon as they booked in just to try and get them on the phone, right? Just to do the, to do the triage there. Like, hey, John, I saw you booked in. I have some time now. Um, just ringing to see if, uh, you know, that you still want to know more information about my XYZ program. You know, you use a, a simple setter script basically. But the point is call them as soon as they book. If you're really struggling with show up rates, call them and don't use your own phone. I mean, you can, but the sh your, your pickup rate's gonna be low because people, generally you'll be in a different state, right? When people see interstate callers, they just assume oh, it's a telemarketer. What you wanna use is a proper phone dialer, like um, Kixi is what I use for my team. And uh, Kixi's just a, a like a tele, communications phone dialer thing 
but it has this feature called local presence. And um, what that means is when you call someone, it'll uh, the number that pops up on their phone will look like a local number. Well, it will be a local number because um, Kixi will just pick a local number from wherever the prospect is and your pickup rates will be a lot higher. Anyway, so that's a small tip. But the point is giving them a call as soon as, as soon as that lead comes in. Pick up the phone and dial. Again, you don't have to do this. The way I look at it is like, let me try everything to see if, I'll do this for a week or maybe two weeks and just see if this will help me with the, the show-up rates, getting people on the phone. If it does, right, maybe I can make some sales and then I can just hire someone to do these dials. I'll pay someone to sit at their desk from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. to just call the leads as soon as, um, you know, as soon as they come in. And, and really the goal of that call is not to close them on that call, it's just a, it's just a triage call, right? You call them to qualify them to see if you can help. And I did it in my last episode, I think it was, I showed you the four, four ways to qualify someone, go back and listen to that. It's a good episode, that one. Um, so you do a, a quick call, you do the four ways to qualify someone, and then if they are, then you book them in. Again, ideally, the next day or the day after, no more further out than that. When you book someone in for a second call, you don't want to book them in for three weeks away because the show up rate, again. But um, when you book them in for that second call, here's the cool thing, because they've spoken to you or, and or your team, they're more invested in it now. Um, that you know the, the show up rate for that second call will be much much higher because now they can now they know you right. If not, it's just a little bit. Now, um, the final way to <laughs> actually go back and listen to my episodes nine ways to increase show up rate and then I think two episodes after was two more ways to increase show up rate. That's another good episode. Listen to all of those. Um, but a, a big one is just making sure that you're solving a, a painful problem. That's, um, and as I said, like weight loss, it goes cold quick, but if you have, if you um, target a more specific health problem like binge eating or something, your shop rates will go up. Why? Because it's a more painful problem. It's a pro like you wanna pick a problem that people are invested in solving, like a medical issue, um, like specific niche medical issues as an example for talking like you know, health and weight loss. If someone has a diagnosis, that's why I like to, if, you know, work with coaches who help people who have a specific diagnosis because we can, first of all, that's got a label, right? And you can call that out in your marketing. Like, hey, do you have Hashi, was it Hashimoto's syndrome, whatever it is? All right, that's perfect because it's a label. It's, it stands out in, in a message. And also, if someone knows they've got Hashimoto's syndrome or whatever it is, um, you know that they've gone to see a doctor. You know that they've spent money. You know that they've, they've been in enough pain from their symptoms to go to a doctor to get a diagnosis and go, oh my gosh, what is it that I have, right? So that's, again, why. And that, those types of campaigns have a much higher shop rate because, again, they're invested. You know that that person invested in, in solving the problem. This is why I like to, this is why niching down is, is really important. Uh, but anyway, those are some, just, again, going back over how to increase shop rates. You don't have to do any of them. I'm giving you like in a perfect world, you don't wanna let people book out more than two days. That's the most biggest critical thing. Number two, you wanna reduce that buffer as much as possible so that they can book in within, within the next hour or two hours, right? You wanna reduce that buffer as much as possible. Number three, personalized reminder emails, making sure they're getting the right, um, 
the right Zoom link. And before, after they book that initial call, redirect them to a page that has a video of you. It says, hey, I'm really excited. Before I call, um, can you please watch this because it'll help maximize our time together. Just give a case study video um, at that stage. Or if you've gone through your own personal transformation, tell your own story in that one. A story video is really good at that one. Um, I think that's it. Oh, and availability, having availability from, you know, Monday to Saturday, just for the next few weeks, just to see if it helps. So like, you know, if I was in your shoes and you're having troubles with, um, with no shows, I would sit down, okay, I'm, I'm gonna do everything that Luke said, I'm just gonna do this for the next, whatever it is, three to four weeks. See if that helps and, and you're gonna track it, right? You're gonna track and you're gonna look at the results Okay, this day I had this many people book in and I had this many no-shows. Then the next day I had this many people book in and this many no-shows. And then you compare that with what you previously had. If you're B2C and it's above 50%, awesome. If you're B2B and you're above, say, 70%, great. That's like what you want for your baseline numbers. And then if you're still not getting clients, now you've got a sales issue. <laughs> you don't have a no-show issue, okay? You fix your sales process. So with that being said, I hope you're getting value out of this podcast. Um, if you want help, turning paid ads into high-paying clients. That's what we do. Uh, whether you're just starting out or if you've already got campaigns going, if you want help scaling those, just go to apply.lukechilton.com, apply.lukechilton.com, and we'll just see if we can help in the first instance. Whether you're earning nothing from paid ads or you're already at you know 400K a month plus, um, when it comes to paid advertising, we help coaches with their advertising campaigns. So. If you want help, just go to apply.lookchart.com and I'll see you in the next episode. See you then. Cheers.